0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Goofs and Gambles podcast. My name is Jill Pulte, as always, joined by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins.
1: What's going on, buddy? Hey, back to back weeks. We're on a roll.
0: Yes. We've got to just keep it up. And, uh, you know, our bank we'll keep doubling and doubling and doubling.
1: Yeah. Hey, we got a lot to talk about today. I want to talk about the Super Bowl. Yep. We watched that together. Yep. We got what, hockey, we got NBA, we got college basketball, we got MLB futures. If you want to get too crazy, we can do college World Series, college baseball futures. I have a lot to talk about if you want, like, baseball-wise. We got World Series class or World Baseball Classics.
0: Well, let's start with the Super Bowl recap. Um, I think uh, it was a mistake by a lot of us to just automatically assume the Eagles defense was going to
1: show up. I never assumed that at all. I've been on the Chiefs since basically October, that they were going to win the whole fucking thing.
0: I really thought the Eagles defense would be, do, be able to do a little bit more. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, super fat. Uh, showed up. Uh, it looked like he was hurt, and then magically not hurt, and then hurt. I, I don't know what happened in that game.
1: Um, well, that's what champions do. They fight through it. And Jalen Hurts is not a champion yet. If anything, he's never won a championship. He got pulled out.
0: Do you ever look back at a bet and go, hey, this wasn't a great bet. It didn't pay out, but I would make it again. Because that's exactly how I feel about all of our Boston Scott bets. And I blame (laughs) the field. I honestly blame the field. I think the
1: Eagles. Yeah. I mean, I look at the Boston Scott thing going, like, who wouldn't have bet that? I think – Every capper in the world, everybody that was doing VIP plays, everybody that was doing that had Boston Scott any time touchdown. I think we were all on the right side of history there. The sod father of the mm-hmm. – he took a loss. And you know what? He's had great years of being the sod father, but he had one major loss this year. I think we all got to remember that. Can
0: move on from the sod father
1: after this? No, you can't. He's had 30 years straight. That's, what, 29 and 1?
0: Okay.
1: Everybody has a bad day. Also, I love that Oklahoma State was like – We're proud to be like, we grew this field and did this field. They had a huge, like, we did this. Oklahoma State Super Bowl did this. (laughs) The tweet is still up. I would have deleted it by now. Wow. (laughs) But, yeah, that was terrible. I mean, out of all of our props, I feel like I was always on the Chiefs. I think I was actually, you know, I've said it before the show. I was like, the Eagles have never impressed me this entire year. Like, I've never saw them actually. Do a, have a great game where I was like, "Wow, this could be a Super Bowl team." Mm. Until I watched them lose in the Super Bowl, I was like, "Wow, this is actually a really good team." <laughs> like, yes. is that weird to say?
0: Uh, and, you know, for me this year, I went all in on fantasy with the Should right? mm. sure not be very good. <laughs> uh, definitely no complaints. Um, but uh, I mean, I saw them destroy the Vikings, they absolutely expose the Vikings at home.
1: But the Vikings aren't a good team.
0: No in week three or
1: four, we didn't know that. I definitely knew that. Well, <laughs> I think I even said I think the fucking Eagles are going to smack him in the mouth. That that when show. The
0: last time you thought
1: the Vikings? Uh, the Brett Favre days. Dante, Pepper, Rainy no, Brett Favre was he was a wagon back in the day when he just got off the Jets. I mean, what they're a win away from uh, going to the Super Bowl, like one in- Brett Favre classic interception away from going to the Super Bowl in the Bounty Gate game.
0: So they didn't have a good team the year when uh, Stephon Diggs made the
1: catch. I mean, you had a who's the quarterback. I'm blanking out on his fucking basic (laughs) white person face. Like, he (laughs) looks like... No, it's... Case Keenum. Keenum. That's why I said there's no way this team's good. They had to have a miracle against a really bad Saints team to actually get to the NFC Championship and got blown out. I wasn't... I... I think the Bears were like a game away from being a wild card that year. We beat them twice that year. I just, I never looked at the Vikings as a threat. I still don't look at the Vikings at the Vikings as a threat, even for this upcoming year. Even though they went 2 and 0. Yeah, everybody went 2 and 0. Who didn't go 2 and 0? Um, all right. But also, if we're going to go back to it, our first episode ever, I said, let's talk about the NFC North. And I gave everybody that listens to the show a realistic expectation of what to expect from the Bears. I cashed out on a under-seven wins, under-six wins, under-five wins, and under-four wins. That basically paid for my Vegas trip this weekend, or this last weekend, or two weeks ago. Yeah. I would also won a ticket saying, Bears will have the number one pick by the end of the year. I gave you everybody the right expectations of what to think for the Bears. The only thing I got wrong in the NFC North... Was the Green Bay Packers winning the division? We were on together. You actually, said yes, and I was wrong. That's what I'm saying. That's oh, yeah, one of the few is. things I was wrong. Vi- we we both agreed. Hey, Vikings should make the playoffs. They have probably one of the weaker schedules in the NFC North. Uh, just clicking it outside in, and then they should probably win about eight to nine games. They went above expectations of having a negative point differential and still being like a 12 win team. Yeah, it's it's quite impressive actually. <laughs>
0: Probably not going to happen again anytime soon. But. Um, okay. Well, other than that, I mean, other than my Super Bowl squares hit, thank, thank you. Uh, Congrats. Harrison uh, <laughs> you halftime? time?
1: Uh, yes. You Apologies know? on the show. I'm, I'm making a public service announcement. Yeah. We were very strong on multiple picks, uh, but around 1034 a.m., a friend of a friend of a friend's cousin's friend basically texted us or texted me and said, hey. I work on the show for the rehearsals. This is what's happening. She's going to open up and he nailed it. He, he, I. This is now two years in a row where I've he's just hit the set list perfectly. It opened up with the recording. What's my name, but not performed. The first song, bitch better have my money will be the first performed song. So this was at 1034. I had about six minutes to get there to the book, place it. I ended up getting bitch better. at my money at 15 to one odds and then diamonds to close the show at eight to one odds. And of course this is on my The most I could bet on both of these was $25. So that easily turned into a quick 575 bucks. It basically made up for the whole, yeah. I mean, chiefs won the super bowl. So I won money on that, but it made up for my Boston Scott touchdown. It made up for a lot of things. Oh, national anthem over same guy. He sent me a screenshot of his phones being recorded. Every single one of them were at 201, 202, 203. This fucker went two minutes flat. Yeah. Great, actually, great national anthem. Chris Stapleton is a, it was a good one, I thought.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, other than that, anything thoughts on the Super Bowl? Do you think there's a chance of the Chiefs repeat? Yeah. I mean, as long as
0: Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. there's a lot of them.
1: But <laughs> I also think the Eagles, with Howie and Howie just trade fucked everybody in the last couple of years, it's finally paying off. And now they're back from a Super Bowl.
0: And now they have, I think, two first-round picks this year?
1: Yeah, the they have three, one from the first, like, Saints, and the Saints had a terrible year. So they have, like, a top-10 pick, I believe. Yeah. And then they have their regular pick.
0: Yeah, so uh, future is bright for the Eagles. Um, I think I saw that for next year's Super Bowl champion, Chiefs are the favorite at 6-1, I believe.
1: Let uh, me take a quick look at it.
0: And I think it was the Eagles and the Bills at eight to one. And then I think it's like the Niners are like ten to one, and surprisingly, it's like the Jets are like the next.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of th- talk about uh Rogers going there.
0: Good luck.
1: I, I mean, right now Rogers is a, is in his dark hole. By I guess Sunday, yeah. we'll have a really. Better answer and understanding. I'm sure he saves it for Pat Show on Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Yep.
0: Uh, looking here at the odds here, Bears sixty five to one.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not worth even like a funny bet. That's not <laughs> even worth like, hey, I have a free play of five bucks. Might as well. Uh,
0: Texans Card- Kyler Murray and the Cardinals are two hundred and eighty to one. Sheesh.
1: Well, Kyler's not going to play until, like, what, three or four months into the season?
0: Yeah.
1: And that's when Call of Duty's going to come out, so he's just fucked either way. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at, like, any kind of, like, long shots here. I feel good about maybe... No, fuck it. It's going to be Chiefs and Eagles again. I I think the Eagles getting two first-round picks. Uh, Chiefs being a 6-1, they're going to rebuild. They're going to bounce back. Without wide receivers, they were still a very dominant team. What if they accidentally get a fucking free agent wide receiver this year? Could be a dangerous team. Uh forty niners is kind of an interesting situation at nine to one.
0: Yeah. I wanna yeah.
1: know who the quarterback is. I don't
0: know. I feel like the Bengals <laughs> Bengals and the Bills both think that they can beat the Chiefs.
1: I'm sick and tired of the fucking <laughs> Bengal love.
0: <laughs> I think the <we're laughs> Bengals are gonna be in the AFC Championship next year. I just don't know they're gonna be And if they're at Arrowhead again, they'll be more the same. Well, here's the thing.
1: I really, I'm sick and tired of Bengals. Like our buddy Tristan, fan of the show. Yes. I appreciate and support him. I think he's the only one that should be a Bengals fan. (laughs) That being said, I hate so fucking much of the Ohio State fans that claim him and then the LSU fans that definitely deserve to claim him. So there's like two of the most annoying college football fan bases alive, and then there are Bengals fans all of a sudden. That pisses me off. Grow a pair, stick with your own NFL team. Who gives a shit where your college guy goes?
0: Yeah. Yeah, there was a little a period there where Florida State fans once back in the day were trying to claim Randy Moss.
1: How can you claim that?
0: He was like, there like three months, even less. Um, yeah, I think you should only be LSU. No, the same way that George, Justin Fields should
1: all be Ohio State. I agree because he took like what six snaps for Georgia. Yeah. So Jalen Hurts is one I kind of get confused about. Does Alabama claim them?
0: He won the national
1: championship
0: with Alabama, right? I mean, oh, but
1: he won the Heisman. Right? He won the Heisman with Oklahoma, he, like, he but I don't think he actually won one. Technically, he has a ring. Technically, Tua took over in the second half and when he got benched. Still playing play the game? Play. That's like saying Mac Jones is like a three-time champion.
0: Jimmy G was, right? Uh, backing up Brady.
1: Fair enough. That's a good point. I don't know. I he feel like...
0: Melvin Gordon, he saw the stuff this week of him. Uh, hey,
1: what a fucking... From that weird photo of him staring down Russ, who's a Super Bowl champion, good for him. Yeah. And as he said, fuck it, I didn't do shit. What a great open answer. Awesome. Man, I'm already looking forward to like the... You want to look at the draft real quick? Yeah, just a quick
0: peek there. We're looking
1: at... Number one overall pick at minus 150, the favorite Bryce Young. CJ Stroud is number... In order for
0: that to happen, the Texans have to trade with the
1: Bears. Somebody has to trade with the Bears. There's a lot of rumors right now, and I love it, that we're going to trade away Justin Fields the
0: Texans have the number two. Bay. Yeah. Why debate? Bears are not going to take Bryce. Young.
1: So there's a lot of quote unquote rumors yeah, right Bears
0: now. Bears are trying to say that so-and-so is going to trade up. And-
1: yeah. And I was talking to a couple buddies, talking to a couple of Chicago fans who were like, Oh, Justin Fields is going to hate this. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's in on it. Whatever makes a team successful, say whatever you want. I, I love the idea that that's still the thing, because right now, if the Bears go like, oh, we don't need a quarterback, it's going to be really hard to trade that pick away.
0: Correct.
1: That being said, just in case it does happen, I really, if the Bears can't find a trade partner, Will Anderson, Will Anderson, I'd rather have Jalen Carter, but we like to make mistakes on draft night. We'll take Will Anderson at plus 750. Spicy. It is. It's not a bad bet. I think that could be fine. I mean, let's see what the number two pick. I mean, first quarterback drafted minus 200, Bryce Young. I think he has a better quality over there. Uh,
0: oh, Tennessee lost hook, right? I didn't
1: realize he was uh outfield. Yeah, he, I mean, he was on his what? He, what school was he with before Tennessee? Like, he was like a graduated Liberty transfer. Liberty, no. Was he Liberty Biberty? Uh, he might have been. Well, that could be. We'll have to look that up. We're terrible at this. Yeah. All right that being said first wide receiver i really think jordan addison is a worth the the risk there as the non favorite at plus 250 quinn johnson didn't have a great thing at tcu he had i mean he made a great season he went from literally a second or third round pick to probably a top 10 pick i'd like the jordan addison though as the potential first wide receiver drafted i think that's worth the value there and risk other than that
0: that's all i totally have right
1: now uh, I do want to know who is in Anthony Richardson's quarter or cornered the same, like, you should go to the draft.
0: I think it's more of why would you stick around? Yeah. Or it's like the Hurricanes and Gators are having a competition to see who can have the worst news come out of their camp every <laughs> other day. Like, it's it's been really, really bad. Uh, hurricanes, like, all last year, Typed up Mario Cristobal so much, and now they are all ready to pay him to buy out to go find another coach. Um, I don't know what's going on with them, and it's the same over in Gainesville.
1: Easy enough. I mean, I get it then. Uh, I don't think Will Levis will – I don't think there's any really – like the only quarterback I think that could be worth a damn in this is probably, I'm going to say it, CJ Stroud. Hmm. I'm not a Bryce Young fan. I oh, am. Yeah. I just, I don't get it. Uh, I don't get the people saying he's the Steph Curry of the NFL, or he's going to be, what? which did is a know? fucking weird. Comp- it's on ESPN like eight times a day. Who
0: is that?
1: I don't know. There's a lot of people on there who said the Chiefs wouldn't make the playoffs. I think I was one of those at the beginning of the year, but I changed my mind real quick. I mean, there's a lot of just hot takes coming out there, but I do think CJ Stroud, I think, can be better than Bryce Young. You
0: know, well, it's really going
1: to depend where you land. I mean, if he lands with the Colts, I don't see how that, because I think that's where like a lot of mock drafts are predicting him to go. It's the Colts. Interesting. And then Texans are going to go all in on Bryce Young, right?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Anyways, you want to get on the hockey? We got a good slate today. We got about nine or eight games. I have a few picks. I'm getting better at this. I used to get really excited when there was like a 12-game slate and i just try to bet them all. I've kind of narrowed it down to three logistical games that I like a lot. Okay. So first and foremost, the first game we have on the board is the Montreal Canadiens, probably top or bottom three team in the league, against the Carolina Hurricanes. If you look at FanDuel right now, it's minus 2.5. That is a very rare spread that you don't get often for the puck line. I would really take that down to minus one and a half. You're still getting that at, at minus one fifty to minus one sixty-five. Hurricane should win. That's the second best team in the east, right behind the Bruins. I think that is probably a good team that if you want to take a future bet, hit them on the Eastern Conference Finals. I have a feeling the Bruins are gonna choke this whole season away like they usually do at the end. But tonight, I do like the Carolina Hurricanes. Minus one and a half. That should be fine. Uh Couple key things that I like in this next game. Uh the Winnipeg Jets uh, at the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets are the worst team in hockey. That is a race that they're about a one game above anybody else.
0: Is there like a prize number one pick this year in hockey?
1: Yes, there's this kid named Connor Bedard. I might be saying the name wrong, so please don't make fun of me too hard. But it's like you know how NBA we have Tank for Victor. Yeah. They're definitely very excited for Bedard, whatever the hell his name is. So that being said, I don't really like playing puck lines. I always feel like I get screwed on an empty net later in the game. But I really do like the Jets to uh win in regulation. You're getting that at minus 122, almost even pick. That should be a good play there. This blue jackets team stinks. There's no I I think you're just getting a decent value at that. Okay. Next game. Uh, that I really liked was the New Jersey Devils. I'm trying to find the game exactly. Uh, They've been hot. They're like one of the best. Like if they're down, live bet them. They come back damn near every fucking game. I think they have like the most overtime wins. I've been watching them a lot. Uh, There's a 50-50 shot Jack Hughes plays. He got hurt right around the all-star break. That's a little weird, but I really do like the New Jersey Devils in regulation as well. That should be even money based on what book you're at. Uh, But another key thing here, uh, Dougie Hamilton, defensive guy that gets a lot of shots. He has been, ever since Jackie Hughes is out, Dougie Hamilton's been getting a lot of fucking shot attempts. I think right now he's at three and a half. He's been hitting around four or five every game in the last, like he's hit like last eight out of the nine games or eight out of the last 10 games. He's hit above three and a half. I mean, on the road, I mean, take it at even money. I think that's a really good value. That's worst case, sprinkle a little bit on it. You should get something back. I don't think he's going to stop anytime soon, especially with Jack Hughes on 50-50, like if he's going to play or not. I think get it now before Jack Hughes gets ruled out. If Jack Hughes gets ruled out, hell, I think he still hits it. He's been pretty damn good. I mean, realistically, those are my hockey picks. I can kind of look around a little bit more. I haven't done too much research on it. I'm a bad host here. Any thoughts on those, Joes? Uh,
0: no. <laughs> you are obviously much deeper into hockey than I am. Um, I uh, enjoy going to hockey games, and we got to go to a Texas Star game. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I usually just follow you in the hockey.
1: Yeah, I would say take the Kraken, too. Flyers are fucking terrible. And Kraken have been on a snide, but they kind of bounced back last week. The minus 192 is a little rough. I don't like okay. it. <laughs> If you like the juice, take the Kraken. If not, stay away. But other than that, I mean, I'm looking at a couple games. Red Wings played last night. They did decent against Oilers. I think they lost, but it was a close game. Uh, you know what? Bruins, money line minus 178. If you want to parlay the Bruins and the Kraken tonight, that should be good. This Predators team's fucking shit. Okay. Not a fan of them. They kind of piss me off. Okay. So that's my parlay for the NHL with three games and one prop. I like Dougie Hamilton tonight. Let's fucking make some chicken on the ice. Should be good.
0: Uh, okay, what else do we got? We got some baseball futures, both college and pro.
1: Yeah. I mean I have nothing for NBA. If anything, my one pick would be the Bucks, minus seven. This Bulls team's not looking too hot. Bucks have won and covered like I think the next the last eleven. But, yeah, let's let's look at baseball. We got a lot to talk about in baseball. Uh, college baseball starts tomorrow. We have MLB spring training. We have the World Baseball Classic. A lot of shit's going on. Which Where do you want to start?
0: Um, real quick, uh, I got college baseball pulled up. Um, you told me last week, you said LSU or Tennessee.
1: Yes, and here's my thoughts on, and I'll kind of explain that. LSU uh, took advantage of the transfer whenever the fuck you want game. They got every big name you can think of as a star. For example, Tommy White, aka Tommy Tanks, was a freshman at North Carolina State. His first twelve games last year were all twelve home runs, like some shit ridiculous, like Babe Ruth style stories you hear about him. He transferred to LSU. Uh, they just signed the pitcher, pitching coach for the Twins, transfer USA LSU. That is what they are. He? Exactly but they're getting absolute like household names. It'd be like, I don't know, if Jalen Hurts transferred over to Oklahoma <laughs> Yeah. and then you got everybody else, or USC this year. They're like what USC was, where you got Caleb Williams, Jordan Addison, and all those studs. You just went like, hey, I fucking hate my tiny little school that I get no NIL deals. Let's go to LA. Except for this time, they went to LSU. So that's why I love LSU. I think that, what, they're at plus 650? Tied with Tennessee? Uh, it- my book has a plus 400. Ooh. Plus
0: 550,
1: Tennessee. All right, so here's my thing about Tennessee. Last year in the College World Series playoffs, they were the team to beat. They were like the godsend of college baseball at one point. Hottest team in the world. They had the kind of like that kind of like fuck them attitude as well. Don't I'll explain that. They were one game away from making the College World Series and the, Notre Dame took them. and huge upset it happens just like in March Madness baseball's weird you never know what you're gonna get um it Tennessee reminds me of what Vanderbilt was a few years ago Vanderbilt would lose first round and they had all the talent around them they had like leader Kumar they had basically future MLB players on the team ready to go Mm -hmm. they lost in an upset fashion and then the next two years they went back to back or back to back World Series finals they won one a loss one to fuck I'm blanking out of the name I think it was old Mississippi state is where they lost. Yeah. And I mean, Tennessee reminds me of what that team was about two, three years ago where they lost in an upsetting fashion and then come, f- come from behind and win Arkansas. Look out for them. They're always fucking great. They're always very sneaky. They're very annoying. I cannot. St- Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Like it, it's, it's just fucking stupid, but they are good. I will give them that. I'm trying to think of another team. Like, okay. So if you watched last year, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, so SEC. SEC is where college baseball is, and I'm glad Texas is finally going. I really am. I'm very glad. I think that where is.
0: Texas' odds are to win.
1: It's not good this year. 32-1. Yeah, we're, we're on a rebuild year. I mean, we took advantage of the COVID rules of like, hey, these players can have eligibility until they're 45. We finally took advantage of that. We had basically grown-ass men out there with a wife and kids. <laughs> Hitting the ball I mean Ivan Melendez was probably 34 and divorced twice by the time he graduated that being said we are absolutely on a rebuild year I'm kind of excited to have like a no expectation season I feel like anytime we are in that spot we do surprise people we're not going to host uh we may not host a regional this year which sucks but uh it's it'd be nice to travel around and see other co- college baseball places True. so I'll probably go do that I'm looking forward to this. I think Dylan Campbell with UT is going to be our breakout star. He was a stud last year in the playoffs. I think he will make a name for himself, potentially get drafted. Him and Eric Kennedy, they should be fine. But if you're looking for Ole Miss to repeat, back to what I was thinking of, don't do it. That was Cinderella fluke as hell. They were 7-14 and with two weeks left in the season, Joe. Two weekends left in the season, 7-14. and Exactly. They won their next two weekend series. They basically made it to the SEC finals and got the last spot. Team number 64 in the college world series. Won the round Robin. Won the fucking super regionals. Somehow by like in the double elimination round, they lost their first one, I think, and they won every game after that. It was the flukiest college world baseball I've ever world series baseball I've ever seen. So I do not expect them to get better. If anything, a lot of those kids left and they're trying to rebuild as well. A lot of teams right now are on the rebuild. I mean, Vanderbilt might be a surprise team. They were where Texas is at now last year. I think they have enough kids to join. I mean, those are names I'm just throwing out here. Do not fall for the Ole Miss thing. I don't even like Mississippi State. Those are two usually really good teams in baseball. I just think they didn't get enough shit going on. But look out for tech. LSU or Tennessee is going to win this championship. Uh, there's no other team that could. I don't believe it. I will. I'll. I don't know if you come up with a punishment for me. I'd do it at this point. I'm that confident. It is LSU and Tennessee.
0: Okay. Um. All right. Major League Baseball. Get me
1: here. So your World Series favorites right now are the Astros and Dodgers. Astros are six to one. Dodgers seven and a half to one. Right? Is that how you say that?
0: Kind of like the Mets at plus six fifty. Or oh, actually, you have it at plus
1: eight. Wow. Yeah, FanDuel's got a much better price odds. The Mets are what on yours? Fuck them. Yep. So Mets made a lot of fucking moves this year. A lot of good moves. You hate the Mets. Yeah. What's your team? <laughs>
0: Well, I'm am a Rangers fan now, but I grew up a Marlins fan.
1: That's right. Okay. But
0: that I, makes sense. I also like the Braves. You know, I was in Atlanta, I saw a lot of Braves games. Um, I don't
1: know. I'm kind of a Mets guy just cuz I hate the Yankees.
0: I'm not, I like I much of the Yankees be
1: good. Oh, no. I disagree. <laughs> I and it's not even cuz of people we know. It's really I just fucking hate them.
0: I hate the Phillies.
1: Okay. That being said, my only two teams I really hope just fall off the face of the earth is probably the Astros and the Yankees. And, like, I hate the Astros for the old school reasons. They're in Texas, and I don't like them. Oh. Like, I always... I don't understand this this attitude in Texas. Like, oh, they're a Texas team. You got to support them no matter what. That's fucking stupid. Like, I hear it nonstop. I like, because I'll wear Rangers shit. I'll be like, fuck the Astros. And somebody's like, oh, they're a Texas team, dude. I was like, no. Now they're a division rival. They used to not be, and they used to be on the fucking National League side. So, like, who gave a fuck? And they'd also lose 100 games in a row.
0: Yeah, being on the same conference.
1: Yeah, now I, I don't understand that attitude. But that being said, uh, let's talk AL West. Let's get that one out of the way so I can kind of just get All heartbroken. Right. We have, just as a reminder, we have the Astros. We have the Mariners, Rangers, Angels, Athletics. Um, We don't have win totals yet. But that being said, oh, we do. Holy hell. We'll talk about that in a little bit then. Division winners for the AL West. Astros, heavy favorites. Basically minus 200. I just, I feel like a lot of people left that team. I don't think they can do it. I
0: don't know. Seattle. Here's the thing. And I
1: actually really like Seattle.
0: I like Seattle too. And you know what I like about Seattle? Seattle. Is I think they they walk up even if they're at, even if the
1: game's at Houston they walk out there and go let's fucking beat them. let's fuck shit up yeah no and it's 100%. it's that young eighteen to twenty two year old attitude like hey we made it why not us kind of like and I love it like they don't know what they know yet right so they're just young and dumb and they're playing out their minds I love the Mariners I as a division rival as we are I'm not supposed to say that but I really like the team really like the team and where they're going. I think they're good for the future. If there is a sprinkle of a bet, there's two teams I'm picking, one because I'm biased. Uh, Texas Rangers, we made a ton of pitching moves for the first time in my life of being a Ranger fan.
0: Don't you think it's going to take more than just this year to get it?
1: Yes, but I think every year there's always one surprise team, like what the fuck, how did they win the division? I think we could be that what the fuck team.
0: Astros, Verlander.
1: No Verlander. They have uh, Hunter Brown, which is basically like a reincarnated Verlander. So I'm like, I don't want to like say they lost Verlander because they just shit out another one. I mean, I'm just not as intimidated by the Ashes. I think there's a downfall waiting to happen.
0: Uh, right above that, he, he, Orioles 25
1: to 1. Yeah, here, let's go to the AL East. I, don't really, I, mean... I just don't like the Yankees. And I'm going to take bias aside. They won their division last year, and they had a massive lead doing it until, like, the last two months. And then we were like, oh, shit, the Rays can come back and win. The Blue Jays can even come back and win that division. There was a point where they were, like, a one-and-a-half game up on everybody when they originally had, like, a almost 15-game lead. The thing
0: about them is like, if they didn't have Aaron Judge last
1: year, they don't make it like- Does Aaron Judge do it? duplicate what he does last year
0: if he does 80 percent, do they win because they were so good in like one-run games like they right were like, they were like the vikings the football this year where like they're correct
1: they're, yes
0: like, point differential was like man they keep winning but.
1: so the thing is like if you look at their like Nestor's already having injury problems that was a and nestor played out of his fucking mind last year and, like, it was almost, like, unrealistic. Kind of like when, Mar- like, last year we all saw Martin Perez do really well for the Rangers. We're like, okay, when is this going to shit in our face, right? Like, when is this going to bounce back and just hit us in the face? Same thing with Nestor, I had the feeling. But, like, Nestor's already hurt. Uh, their big trade last year, Frankie Montes, is out, potentially out for the year. I'm trying to think of their lineup. I mean, they trade away Jordan Montgomery. Uh, they have Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, which last year's have been great. Uh, does he continue that? I mean, he's in a shorter ballpark. It's not a pitcher-friendly stadium. Can he do this multiple times? I'm just not sold on how much they spent on Cole and Radon. I'm not a big fan of them as a favorite. I'm sure they'll, this will bite us in the ass, but I really...
0: I don't like any of these teams, which makes me go like, okay, what? where am I getting odds, and where am I getting something that would be fun to root for?
1: I'm looking at the Baltimore Orioles 25-1. Just going, why not? I like Adelie. Adelie's a cool kid. like that catcher. I loved him at Oregon State. I thought he was a dog out there. I'm sure you've seen the video of him tackling Christian McCaffrey on a kick return.
0: No.
1: Multi-sport athlete. Suck at Bo Jackson. But no, I, I'm, I'm, an, I'm, I'm an Orioles fan for the player, Adelie Rutschman. I really like him. I hope he does well. I hope he has a great career. He's. Cool kid to watch. I think if I had to make a pick right now, spring training isn't done yet or just started. I'd I lean Blue Jays. Yeah. I expect uh, Vladdy to have a bounce back here. He's kind of struggled. He I'd say he struggled. He still hit the ball well, but for his standards, he was a, considered a struggle. Yeah, He's fucking dropped like 40 pounds, I feel like, every year. That's always like his first Instagram thing. It's like dropping weight. Do you see the Rangers signed uh, his brother? The
0: problem is when you see those. Those guys like Flatty or like Prince Fielder or those kind of guys like kind of don't want to drop weight. You know yeah, saying? I you big guy, just do big guy things.
1: I'll, I'll tell you right now, uh, as a Ranger fan, I fucking hate Prince Fielder. <laughs> I've never been like I think there's a couple of trades in my <laughs> life where I was Adrian like, I'm Beltran. yeah, Adrian Beltre is thick. He's he's not he's nowhere near Prince Fielder. Hey, hey, looks good what i want to look like but now that ian kinsler for prince fielder trade i think still haunts me all right let's get on to the national league i think we talked about all three right uh, al east oh we forgot the main one the the very boring one al central
0: the
1: so i already have a prop like a vegas ticket on it i'm a big fan of the Guardians um uh, they have a good pitching rotation. They still got Bieber. That McKenzie kid's coming up, but they added Josh Bell, which is I think very important in a team that needed fucking power and hitting. Like J Ram can't do it all. They have a bunch of slap happy single guys, and then J Ram. Now that they have Josh Bell, that could actually add power to the lineup. I really do like it. They only increased their team. I don't trust the White Sox. That is like you go to the White Sox to get injured. I feel you're never not on the IL there.
0: Eloy Jimenez,
1: and um, uh, I love the memes of like all the players going to heaven and White Sox heaven. <laughs> like that might be my favorite like internet thing for the last two or three years. Like Tim Anderson goes up there with like Eloy and uh, well, I can't think of
0: the Luis, Robert,
1: Luis Robert, which is just Robert. Yeah. We got lied to for like a whole rookie season. <laughs> Robert, and it's like no, it's Robert. Look, you <laughs> fucking racist.
0: Trying church it up,
1: dirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yes, I don't trust the White Sox. I don't trust the Twins. I don't care how many times people are going to tell me Buckson's going to win the MVP. He's going to make a great play in outfield and hurt himself for the rest of the year. Uh, they did sign Joey Gallo with the shift not effective. I do think Joey Gallo does have an incredible year. Uh, just, As long as he doesn't strike out as much. I think Tigers traded away a couple prospects that I'm kind of like, oh, what are y'all doing? Like you're not getting better, so I don't – 2,000 to 1 or 20 to to 1, yeah, plus 2,000. Kansas City Royals, same thing. What the hell are y'all doing?
0: Royals should finish ahead of the Tigers. I wish I could get
1: that. That should be a good one. But, yeah. All right, that's a good recap of American League division winners. Let's get on the the National League side. Start off at the Central. This one's pretty much a (laughs) no-doubter. I don't think you can say that. I don't. Do you pick a team? I hate the Brewers. I think they only have three pitchers, and then that's basically the end team.
0: It's a bunch of teams that I do not want. I would never want to watch on television.
1: These are the teams I look at as like, okay, if they're playing against each other, no run first five innings or no run first one, first inning.
0: Do you think there's a correlation between teams that are terrible to watch on TV but have awesome ballparks? Like, Bush Stadium.
1: Bush Stadium's great. Wrigley Field, great. I'd rather, like,
0: read a book than watch them on TV.
1: Yeah, that's more of like a, hey, I'm going to go to the ballpark and Instagram and not watch the game. I hate those people. But, yeah, that's what it is.
0: But there's an absolute – this entire division, I feel like, is, like, I would love to go to all these ballparks. I've only been to Wrigley. But – and I would watch whatever the game is. But on TV, if this was on TV, or if it was, like, go do the laundry –
1: I think you do the laundry and have it on the background and not watch, and you just listen. I mean, it's fucking terrible. That being said, I there's, I'd bet my life on the Cardinals to win this division. They have pitching. They have Golden Gloves on the team. Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. I don't, I don't see how they got worse. I, I don't trust the Brewers ever. Yeah. The Cubs made a lot of acquisitions, like uh, free agent moves this year with Swanson and uh butthole eyes can't remember his name Butthole. yeah you just uh, cody bellinger uh, all right yeah and like all those moves they made they're like oh this team's ready for a run i'm like how like i love Dan swanson i think he's a great shortstop that was probably their best move but to actually say cody bellinger's like the game changer for that team is fucking stupid yeah he has such a long swing everybody's figured out how to strike him out he's just not the guy anymore that's the issue and that's kind of the sad part about baseball. You can have two really good years and then just disappear. It's the scary part, but I think I don't think that's a good signing um Pirates Reds Thanks. I don't know what like how do you fix that problem besides selling the team you, you, yeah like I mean I'm, the Reds last year are running out of beer in the third inning. How dare they at the great American ballpark sure. and you run out of bud Light. Good. Do it. Like I they need somebody needs to buy these fucking teams. Feel bad for Pirates fans, feel bad for Reds fans. Both of y'all bounce back. Let's get on to this division, I think that's the second best division in the National League. say NL West. And this one's really close actually. Let's start off with the Rockies. Um terrible signing with Chris Bryant. Well done. He's going to continue to be injured in Milky Drive. Awesome. Diamondbacks. I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing. I don't get it.
0: I'm very surprised the Giants are only eleven to one.
1: Yeah, and that's because they've lost players. They've lost pitchers. They let's see, they
0: signed Aaron
1: Judge. Arson Judge.
0: <laughs> they signed um,
1: They signed Carlos Correa.
0: Carlos Correa.
1: <laughs> no, a terrible offseason season for the Giants. Uh, just stay in bed and start again tomorrow. Like, just that's kind of the best way I can explain that. Uh back to the Diamondbacks. I love their promotions. Like I wish I could like be there to see like I don't know when Seth Beer got the walk off home run like in like the first couple months last year, they had a free beer night for like one inning because of his name, Seth Beer. So they were just celebrating the one player. I think that was really cool. Really cool on the top of your toes, like on top of your feet. Like, hey, let's I have an idea. We need more of that in both parks. So kudos for them. I'm trying to be a little bit more positive about these teams. But good job, Diamondbacks. Giants, sorry, just try again next year. There's no fucking way. Padres, they got Xander Bogarts. That's a huge deal. Uh, They made a stupid extension to you Darvish. He's 36 years old and he signed a six-year deal for over $100 million. Idiots. I do like the Padres. I think with Tatis, Machado, Bogarts, probably blanking out on a couple names.
0: Uh, the
1: pitcher. Um, I mean, they got Blake Snell, which has kind of one that you traded me last year. Who likes? Oh, Joe Musgroves. Yeah, Joe Musgroves. No, he's the guy that had the red ears in the playoff. Joe Musgroves. I watched him hit a no hitter against me. I went to the Ranger game twice in one season. Joe Musgroves threw a no hitter against the Rangers, and I was like, all right, I'll go back to the Yankee game, and then Corey Kluber threw a no hitter against me. So I've saw that happen twice. I'm glad we we are bounce back from these days. Wow. Okay. Uh, back, sorry, get, keep getting distracted. I think that fucking lineup is scary. You can't and pitch against it's it.
0: It's another one where the Padres really have a ship on their shoulder. I, I think they would rather just beat the Dodgers. Than anything
1: else. I didn't see a lot of great movement from the Dodgers. They kind of got the same team. They've lost Josh Turner, which is kind of like their, I wouldn't say like their and backbone, lost, but
0: um, shortstop Seager.
1: They did lose – well, that was a couple years ago. Uh, They lost Trey Turner. Trey Turner's now on the Phillies. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why they're minus 140. I assume the Padres would be favorites. So, I kind of like the Padres at plus 145. Like, if I could take that now, I would. I'm just more kind of waiting on injuries and stuff. I mean, Tatis coming back is a huge at-bat in that lineup. It's – that might be one of my favorite players to watch. I don't care how many drugs he does and performance enhancings. He's fun. And
0: then we've got the murderous rogue division.
1: Right. This is kind of the division like, hey, this is your World Series.
0: This is the division where ballparks are okay. They're average, but the teams are actually really
1: fun to watch. Dude, fuck you, man. I love City Field. That was a great ballpark. Have you been? No, I have not. All right. Then don't talk shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I have. Driven by the Nationals, one
1: I've been. I've been to the Nationals ones, and I thought that one was really cool.
0: And they're good stadiums; they're fine, but they don't—they're not destination.
1: No, I, I've I've been to the Nationals one. I saw uh, Ryan Zimmerman hit a walk-off single, uh, pitcher that game. Just as a weird throwback, it was against the Blue Jays. So it was like the Nationals against Canada—pretty pretty patriotic game. Nice. Uh, Roy Holiday pitching for the Blue Jays. Got to see him, yeah. Uh, Went into extra innings. Ryan Zimmerman hit a walk-off bloop. Fun game. Fun stadium. I actually really like the stadium a lot.
0: Okay, I'll take your word
1: for it. It, Not on the hot dog scale, it doesn't rank really high, but...
0: Just about the Rangers.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll try out more hot dogs.
0: If anyone does listen to this podcast and has any sort of connection... With the Rangers. Get them to fix that
1: like I'll even cook for you guys. I I can <laughs> like I'll volunteer for I'm this. I'm
0: just a Toyota dealership here in town that's better food than the fucking Ranger stadium? Yeah,
1: it's pretty embarrassing. Hey,
0: Texas, live.
1: Yeah, that's embarrassing. Great stadium. Terrible food. Um let's get on to the NL East again. Nationals. They're in a rebuild year. There's no fucking way. There's a reason why that is uh what that is actually two hundred fifty to one, right?
0: Oh, Juan Soto, a-
1: Juan Soto with the Padres. Yeah, you know what? Fucking hammer the Padres. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How-
0: I completely forgot about that.
1: Wow, what a team! Plus one
0: hundred
1: forty-five to win the division.
0: Or lay that with another with the Cardinals.
1: We'll see, Joe. That might be the play of the year. What the hell? Can we? Oh, plus three fifty-eight. I'll drive to Louisiana to place. I bet. <laughs> okay. Back to the East. Let's talk about it. Um, uh, Nationals. Good luck. Uh, Marlins traded away Pablo Lopez. Oh, Pablo Lopez with the Twins. I still don't like the Twins. <laughs> Uh hey good chance for a Cy Young award with the Marlins but I just don't think that they'll win games. Unfortunately Sandy can't do it all. Sandy will get traded. You think Sandy gets traded? Sounds like they're going to keep him for life and like torture him. <laughs> okay. <Poor guy. laughs> uh let's talk about the Phillies, Mets and Braves. These are all pretty much the favorites. Uh Phillies is like the long shot of the three favorites plus 300. Phillies added on Trey Turner. Uh, former National League champions. Bryce Harper is hurt. He might only hit or something like that. He won't be in the field. So I do think that does. I don't think that makes too much of a difference. What
0: if you added the Mets to that
1: parlay? All right. Mets at plus 140. A lot of add, adding to it. I'm trying to, I'm blanking out. So I know they got Verlander. They got Max Scherzer. Uh, that might be the parlay. If you parlay the Mets, Cardinals, and uh, Padres, that's a uh, 10-1. to 1. Hmm. Hmm. We may have to take a road trip here in a little bit to uh, Louisiana. Get that in before the lines start moving.
0: Yeah, because I think in the next few weeks, you're going to see definitely action move heavy on the Padres and the Mets.
1: Yeah, once spring training happens and everybody's got the itch to bet baseball, that's going to be something that moves a lot. Because just based on the lineup itself, you're going to hit, we just talked about, like that's six at-bats you're terrified to go against. Yeah. Then uh, they got that Sue guy that was taking over for Tatis and he was hitting the ball well. They literally got seven guys that could hit probably 280, 300, get on base basically every damn time. Um, hit the overs on every fucking Padre game this year. That sounds like a fun bet.
0: I 100% agree. Padres and Mets are going to be teams
1: that we are going to bet often. Um, Okay. Uh, Talking Mets. Basically, Verlander, Scherzer. I mean, they kept Jeff McNeil. They got Tommy Pham. Pham. We're big Tommy Pham guys here. I mean, team set up for success. Uh, Cohen, the owner, is basically going to by itself, a fucking World Series sooner or later.
0: <laughs> Go broke trying.
1: The luxury tax is insane. I think he has to pay like the same exact amount he's paying the players in just a luxury tax itself. Which I love it. That's what baseball needs. We need owners that will spend money. This will, like, I'm sure the Pirates are crying over the fact.
0: People hate it, but it works in like really good inside. Yeah, because there should be a huge favorite and an underdog because it makes you fun for the casual fan to root the underdog. Yeah,
1: I like them better than the Braves.
0: I mean, I like the Braves way more than the Mets, but not. not the
1: Braves. Braves seem like they should have a bounce back year. I feel, but I mean, they had a great season last year. I don't. They
0: had a great season last year, but I feel like at least two of the teams enjoyed your got
1: better. Right, the Mets, Phillies got better. I don't know if the Braves really added too much to that. Not really. No. No.
0: Race have had
1: a lot of good young call ups. Like so we'll see if they have any more tricks up like this. Maybe. You want to go to player awards? Sure. All right, National League MVP. Juan Soto is the favorite at plus five fifty. Mookie bets eight fifty. Goldie plus nine fifty. I mean, he's one. Where's Mookie on? Mookie's on Dodgers.
0: Oh, that's right. I don't know why would like him there?
1: Um, Didn't Goldie win it last year for the National League? Yeah. He's won it a few times, right? I'm not going crazy.
0: Um, not more than twice. Okay. Um, I mean, who do you think is going to have the best record of in, in the National League? It's probably going
1: to be the Padres. Yeah, and that makes sense. But, I mean, I kind of like the idea of Manny Machado getting it a 10-1. Manny Machado's been...
0: Over- for that to happen, Juan Soto either has to have a terrible year
1: or he has to be hurt for extended period. Yeah, and I, I, if you looked at last year's Padres games, Juan Soto didn't have the best. And you had Tatis. Right, and I think they're going to look at more of Manny Machado maybe as just like a damn near team leader because we've seen some punk-ass kid become an MLB veteran, like teaching kids how to play ball in the major league level. I think we've seen Manny Machado grow up, and I think that's going to be the narrative this entire year that he's basically teaching Tatis – Juan Soto, all that good stuff. I think that he could have a good shot. He is a damn good hitter. Great third baseman.
0: I would say my long shot here would be MVP, Alonso.
1: If he wasn't... I just don't know how you give it to a first baseman.
0: Okay.
1: That's like giving an MVP to a DH. <laughs>
0: um, I'm sure first baseman has
1: won. Yeah, I think Freddie Freeman won it. Freddie Freeman had incredible numbers. Pete Alonso's is a strikeout fucking douche. Could he? No. I think he's a forty. Forty is like his bar, but then he fizzles out so many times. Every time he goes to the like the home run derby, like that's basically his time to shine, and people go like, "I love, I love Pete Alonso. He's a good baseball player," but he doesn't really do much other than that: strikeout and hit home runs. I'm just not a fan of him
0: so maybe
1: poly G or for me once out I'm scrolling down the list just seeing if there's any Jazz, Jazz. Chisholm. I mean he's on the he's on the two K or MLB the show <sighs> hmm. I don't like any of these players. Nico Horner. See this is how bad Cody Bellinger's fallen off. A former MVP Has the same odds as Nico Horner. Get the fuck out of here! Like he's making a goddamn difference. I I'm sick and tired of hearing Cubs fans talk about it. Yeah, let's go to the fucking American League. Ooh, ooh, actually go up a little bit. Go up. What did you see? Yeah, maybe a Cy Young, but not an MVP.
0: What if he goes like
1: twenty six and zero? What Verlander went like twenty three and two last year, I think, right? Yeah, he wasn't MVP. No, (laughs) no, they had some jackass hit 70-something home runs or 60-whatever home runs, and they decided he deserves the MVP. Anyways, that guy's name is Aaron Judge. He's on one of the favorites for the American League MVP.
0: Julio, five to what?
1: Ten to one, dude. Ten to one. Yeah, your favorites in the American League MVP, Otani, Judge, Trout, Julio Rodriguez, and Jordan. I mean, those are your top five, Otani being two to one. Judge being six and a half to one, Trout being eight to one, Julio, 10 to one.
0: See, me, what I would want to do is I would bet Otani because he's probably going to win, right?
1: I think it's a safe bet. I mean, he's on a contract year where he's probably going to get traded sometime this season.
0: You put five units on that, and then you put three units each on Julio and Jordan.
1: I don't think Trout can stay healthy
0: they're not going to win enough
1: games. Right. So Man. I think we have a good strategy there. I like that a lot, actually.
0: It's, you're pretty safe, but then you're also playing, you're getting basically almost like a free chance for a bigger payout if you're can What if you, like Vlad. <laughs> if you really like Vlad?
1: Once again, it's kind of the same situation. The one time he was in the MVP, he had like 50 home runs and he was playing third base. Now he's playing first and... If he, I mean, if he hits 40 home runs, cool. But Vlad, I I just, yeah, he's back at first now. Yeah, that's kind of like the pattern of getting. Yeah, he's going to be DH in like two years, and that's his one job.
0: It's a lifelong first base.
1: Yeah, I get it. I, I don't see Judge going back to back. I just, how do you? He signed a shit ton of money. What's going to motivate you? You had your entire city booing you in playoffs after you hit 63 home runs in a season. Yep. I'm sure you just took that money and said, fuck it. I'm going to sit on my happy ass for the rest of my life. And I would do the same. 100%. You're the captain. You're one of the many captains now. Good for you. Sit on your ass. You made it. You're basically a Hall of Famer. That's my take on Judge. I'm sure he'll hit 70 home runs this year as I just talk shit about him. But yeah, I mean, take take a fucking year off.
0: Okay. Uh, any long shots there? Going down? All
1: right, so since we have to talk about the shift being gone, I really like Corey Seager's chances. Corey Seager doesn't strike out a lot. When he does hit it, he hits it into the shift. I think if that is gone there's going to be a lot more Corey Seager hits, a lot more RBIs, a lot more everything. All the shit that the writers look for to vote for an MVP. I think Corey Seager at, what, 40 to 1 odds isn't a bad hit. Uh, Same with somebody like, I'm trying to think of another guy. Just
0: I would make it so much more if he was not in AL.
1: AL. Yeah, there's... Unfortunately, with Otani being two players in one, it kind of sucks to bet against it. Yeah. I mean other than that I don't really have a good love for a long shot. I mean Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the whole injury story, let me just explain that real quick. He was sore. He said if this was a regular season game, we wouldn't even talked about it. It is cold, rainy and wet in Arizona right now and he's like, yeah, not worth it." Sometimes when you get out of bed and it's just shitty weather, you just want to stay inside, read a good book, right? I think and fuck anybody thinks like, oh, this is a bad look. Chill out. It is day one of the fucking spring training. We'll be fine. Jesus Christ. Uh, Uh, Nalo, hey. I know, no, but like, he's a damn good hitter. (laughs) Silver fucking slugger in the ale. All right. Yeah, I don't see too much love here. Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo. What is that, 201. Why not? Why not, Joey? Yeah. You got anything else you want to talk about? Win totals, specials?
0: Uh, no. No. We'll go over a lot more baseball bets. Uh, we still got what, six, seven weeks. The yeah. Still plenty
1: of time. We can talk about the draft, all that good stuff. So we've talked hockey, Super Bowl, very little in basketball. Yeah.
0: I think next week we'll probably yeah. go um in March Madness.
1: uh, Oh yeah, we're getting fucking close to that time. All right. well I think we're done for the day.
0: Uh, Once again, thank you everybody for tuning in and listening. Make sure to like, follow us, subscribe us. On the interwebs, tell all your friends, and we will be back early next week with some basketball clips for you. Have a a great day out there. Get your goose and gables in. (laughs) See you guys.